Hello, everybody. How you doing on this beautiful Friday? Uh, this King Shit conversation coming at you. It's about 3.30. This is a bit early for me, but there's a lot I uh, have on my palate to talk about today. I'm not sure if I'll talk about it all today, but I wanted to get early start because I have a lot I want to talk about. And plus, I have some things I have to do later on, but um, there's been an awful lot going on in the news lately and one thing that was brought to my attention today apparently there's a guy um i think he was in north carolina if i'm not mistaken i mean i have to look it up but i think he was in north carolina but anyway he um was jaywalking apparently and somehow the cops got involved and they beat the guy pretty bad um, I think it said that uh, he fractured his skull or something. They beat him almost to death. And one of the officers had on a um, body cam. And the one that was doing the beating didn't have a body cam on, I believe. And I thought that body cams were mandatory for um, police officers now. But I guess that's only in certain areas. But um, I remember when they first started with the... Uh, body cams or whatnot I was talking to a friend of mine and I was like you just watch even with the body cams it's not gonna matter you know they're gonna do whatever they want to do and the reason I believe that is because history has shown when a lot of uh especially in law enforcement when they it seems like when they get in trouble for something they either get acquitted or they get um suspended with pay and things like that. So I just don't think the uh, consequences are drastic enough to where they feel like um, we won't do what we're doing. Because normally when you're doing something bad and you notice that someone's watching, you pretty much um, stop what you're doing. But I'm noticing that we're seeing uh, as far as these police brutality and people robbing and stealing and stuff like that they go in and they know the cameras are there and they still do what they're going to do so I don't even think that's a deterrent anymore uh hold on a second I'm sorry I'm trying to look up the guy that got beat while I'm talking to you guys but um I want to say also before I forget that I want to thank um everyone that's supporting the station I've been getting a lot of love from you guys and I really appreciate it because sometimes, you know, I have to motivate myself as well to do some things. And I always think about the love that I'm getting from you guys. And that helps me out when I'm having a rough day. And I hope that I can um, do the same for you guys. Uh, man gets beaten for Jay. Walking, and I don't even know if this is gonna come up, um, but we'll see. But, um, oh, yeah, there it is. A uh, North Carolina police officer faces charges after beating, choking, and tasing suspected jaywalker. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, 
It says on Thursday, a judge issued a warrant for Hickman's arrest. A Western North Carolina police officer who resigned after a body camera video shows him hitting and using a taser on a man suspected of jaywalking will face preliminary charges of assault. And that was in Buncombe County in on Thursday, yesterday. He was a 31-year-old police officer uh, removed from patrol duty a day after the incident last August is when it happened. And he resigned from the Asheville Police Department in January, the same day he was to be terminated. Uh, okay, and they're showing a picture of the guy. It'd be so nice if we could just look at a person and tell how they were mentally. Unfortunately, that's not the case. <laughs> but uh, that really would be nice. I believe Tom Cruise was in a movie like that once, wasn't he? Uh, was it Minority Report? Or something like that where people, they could, uh, they had this machine with these people and they could tell if you were going to commit a crime or something like that. They arrested you before you could commit it. Uh, the release of body cam video in late February caused outrage in North Carolina City, Blue Ridge Mountains. The video shows Hickman and an officer in training stopping Johnny Jermaine Rush, then 32, for allegedly jaywalking in the early morning hours of August 25th. After initial words were exchanged, Hickman moves to arrest Rush, who then flees on foot. According to video of the incident published by Asheville, he thinks it's funny. Hickman is heard saying as he chases Rush, you know what's funny is you're going to get fucked up hardcore. Wow. The officers catch Rush and tackle him. As Rush is being restrained on the ground, Hickman punches him in the head several times, shoots him with a stun gun and chokes him. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Rush repeatedly yells, help, help. Later in the video, Hickman speaks with another officer. I beat the shit out of his head, Hickman said. Not going to lie about that. Wow. This is crazy. The violent arrest is one of several videotaped instances in recent years. See, this right here is ridiculous because for one, it's almost like some of these officers have the mindset out the gate to where if you do not do exactly what we say when we say it, anything opposite of what we told you to do, there are serious consequences for it. And it's crazy because they can initiate serious consequences for not following their quote unquote rules. But then when they break the rules, their consequences aren't as severe. And because a man is running from you, I mean, how can you just determine, okay, oh, he thinks it's funny and I'm going to beat the shit out of him. That's crazy to me. But nevertheless, it happens. It happens more times than we realize. And that's where we have to, as people, uh, be smarter about what we're doing. It's getting to a point where it's not good for anyone to travel alone. It's not good to be walking around by yourself. It almost has come to a point where anytime you are questioned by law enforcement or even you know, a regular citizen, you have to pull out a camera in hopes that if something happens, at least you have some sort of proof to fall back on to where you could say, oh, no, it didn't go this particular way or um, this person did this and caused me to uh, react in this type of way. Because, I mean, people sue you for any doggone thing nowadays and people can just pretty much lie on you now and get you arrested and have things done to you. So you really have to cover your own ass with a lot of this stuff. 
that's the best thing to do in those situations in any situation look out for yourself because no one can care about you or watch out for you like you can watch out for you and care about you so um that was that that's just another thing we can add to the list of things that are messed up with um our our communities our country our you know cities there has to be something that changes and that change has to start with us it can't just start with us you know reading the news and being upset and enraged about it it has to start with uh, us talking to our politicians us uh doing our marches us doing our uh peaceful um picketing and protest and things of that may matter going and uh trying to get some of these laws changed and um opening up businesses for ourselves so that you know a lot of the people in the community can have something to be proud of and have something they can reach toward and something to motivate them but um on another note let's talk about something a little different i had something sent to me um it was something someone wanted me to touch on and give my um perception on it and basically is the question was posed that if you're dating someone and it's going very well and you decide that you want to marry this person and then they tell you they have a secret and you're like okay well what's the secret and they say they're a recovering addict or that they used to be gay now do you pursue the relationship you know go along with it or do you halt production now, there are a couple of things that's wrong with this, if you ask me, just me personally. A couple of things I think about, for starters. Uh, one, if I'm dating someone and it's going great and everything like that, there shouldn't be too many doggone secrets that this person has to tell me when uh, they decide that I want to marry them or whatnot. Those secrets should have come out long before... You know, I'm talking about marriage. And another thing is they said they're a recovering addict. Now, when I hear the word recovering, that tells me that that process is not complete yet. So if you're a recovering, I would much rather deal with it if they say I'm a, a recovered addict. I used to be an addict. Recovering means that, okay, they may have had a taste of a little something. They could have had a taste of something last week. And I know there are some drugs that are a little harder to get off of than others. Now, if you're a recovering crackhead, um, that's tough. I'm, I'm going to have a, I'm going to have an issue with that. I mean, I'm all for helping my partner get through some things, but it's a little different when you were misled and you didn't know at all. Because if you can tell me when it's time for me to marry you, you could have told me before then. Um, now whether they used to be gay or not, uh, that's touchy for me too. Cause I'm one of those people. I believe you're either gay or you're not there. I don't believe in that. Um, I was gay, but I'm not anymore. That's like me saying, you know, I'm, I've been straight, for however, however many years I've been living but now I'm gay no you're one or the other now you may have been gay and just didn't explore it yet or you know you were uh, straight and decided to jump into something else experimentations or whatever but I don't know I, I think a, a better statement would have been oh I have been with opposite sex before you know, other than saying I was gay, but I'm not gay anymore. Then you weren't gay in the first place. You were just doing something. 
I think it's too people are so easy to just flip flop out a dog on time and then have some pretty little title with it and decide to say, okay, this is uh, what it is. No, uh, uh-uh. you're one or the other. You're either gay or you're not. Period. Point blank. But um, so that's that's my take on that. That that whole uh, recovering thing. I, I don't know. That's touchy. That's a touchy thing for me because recovering, you haven't made it there yet. And I think before I can move forward to you, we need to get you there. <laughs> we need to get you to the point where you're not thinking about no dope, no whatever it is you were doing, methamphetamines, crystal, whatever. We need to get you to a point where that's not an issue at all before. Um, and hopefully we've gotten to that point. That's another reason why I, I think it's doggone wrong to bring that secret up when it's time to get married. Because by the time I'm ready to marry you, I've already introduced you to my kids I've already had you around my family and you were in the recovering stage. I didn't need you around them at that point. You're not thinking correctly. You're not thinking straight. My mama bring one of her finest china over for Thanksgiving or something and you got to fight yourself to not take it and things like that. I don't need that kind of stress. I really don't. I try to live a drama free life. Doesn't work all the time, but that's what I try to do. So I don't know about all that. Uh, But yeah. That's that's what I feel on that, y'all. Um, let me know what you guys think about that. Let me know um, how you feel about it. Or if you are in a situation or we're in a situation where you dealt with it on that level. But um, that's King Shit Conversation for right now. I uh, hope you guys continue to have a good Friday. And um, I'll talk to you a little bit later. Peace and love.